Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Bobcat and Rattler fans, and welcome to this Monday edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Kobe Jackson, alongside my wonderful producer, Justin Brown, and my two lovely co-hosts, Kalani DeLuna and Presley Davis. We have lots to talk about here today. Texas State football making history. Texas State volleyball on a hot streak. Also, Texas State men's basketball season is just upcoming, and also NFL action as it is over the halfway mark in the season. But before we get into all that, let's throw it to Presley Davis for a word from our sponsor. Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located on the northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Thank you, Presley. And now let's go ahead and dig right into it. As a proud San Marcos native, I can actually say Texas State football is now officially bowl eligible as they got their big victory against the Georgia Southern Eagles this past weekend with the final score of 45 to 24. I mean, what I all I can say is this. I was at the game as a, you know, just as a fan. What an absolute performance by TJ Finley in this Bobcat offense. I mean, they were absolutely phenomenal throughout the whole game. I mean, I'm going to start with I'm going to throw it to y'all. I could say a lot about these about this team, but you got to give credit to where credit is due because Georgia Southern coming in was on a t- was on the win- a little bit of a win streak of their own. They were currently six and low six and two uh, in the se- in their season. So I'm going to ask y'all, what did y'all see from this football team? They are extremely red hot right now. This weekend, I feel like defense definitely stepped up on their side of the ball. Like in the end of the fourth quarter, they had they forced two turnovers and came through. I know that lately we've been struggling with defense like finishing and in the fourth quarter they definitely came to play yeah and I mean you look at this and I mean you just kind of see that everyone really did their part they Texas State has the top scoring offense in the Sun Belt right now with averaging 36.2 points a game which I mean I feel like that really has a lot to do with your bowl eligibility. And then, Absolutely. you know, you mentioned TJ Finley. He's the first quarterback with three 300-yard passing games in a season since Tyler Jones in 2016. Mm-hmm. And then you also, you look at your defense, and they have the second most sacks in an FBS season so far, and that was with 26. So it's just like both sides of the ball are really doing what they need to do. And, I mean, G.J. Kenny, first-year coach, phenomenal season so far and it's not even over yet mm-hmm. so and texas state was one in five i believe before this weekend against georgia southern and so big win obviously bowl eligibility but also you're improving that record against this program so really great weekend for the bobcats yeah i mean this football team definitely clamped up when it mattered most they knew a bowl game was you know eligibility was on the line and tj finley definitely stepped up three passing touchdowns two rushing touchdowns and that's all in the first 35 minutes of gameplay right and then he totaled 487 yards 25 for 31 passing and um you know it's his third 300 plus yard game 
of the season. And now his first, his top target was Joey Hobart. We saw Joey Hobart catch 13 catches in a game, and that is now he tied the Texas State program record for catches in a game. And he had 141 yards and a touchdown. I mean, this game was awesome. And the defense that the Texas State Bobcats stepped up as well. Georgia Southern coming into this game, 24th in the entire nation in offense. They held them very well in this game. And also got to give a shout out to Denaro Davenport. He did great things as well. He had that running and diving touchdown into the end zone where he jumped over the whole O line. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, great look at that. But um, yeah, this Texas State team, this football team, they are the team to beat right now. I feel like there's a lot of anticipation coming into this season for Texas State football, maybe the most talked about team in the Sunbelt Conference, and they still have some really tough opponents to face. I mean, Georgia Southern, it was a winning team with a winning record, and now the Texas State Bobcats, that's their first time beating a team with a winning record at home since November of 2014. This team is doing things differently. I don't know if you saw the video of all of them jumping in the river <laughs> afterwards. That was a good sight to have as well, but um, yeah, I mean, this Texas State football team, uh, they have a lot to go on for next year. You know, and you, you, it's kind of crazy that, excuse me, that you mentioned the river because our very own our very own president, Kelly Danfus, was one of those people that jumped in the river as well. So. Very first one. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, if that doesn't tell you how major this is, this is absolutely a huge historic moment. But, I mean, just going off of the performance that the offense had, I mean, it, it was almost a spinning image of when Texas State played Baylor earlier on in the first game of the season. Everything on offense was clicking with them. T.J. Finley had a rushing touchdown of his own and then had three passing touchdowns. I mean, that dude was phenomenal. Then Ishmael Monty and Denario uh, Davenport. Davenport specifically, because I know Ishmael Monty got most of the carries, but when he stepped out, Davenport stepped up really huge. And honestly, that was a phenomenal, impressive game. And the thing... We've been talking about their defense a lot, how they've been kind of been up and down this season. But yesterday, they truly, truly showed what they can do on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, Denaro Davenport, I love how you mentioned that name. Um, he had 77 yards in this game. Someone considered as a receiver, not that night. He was going to be a running back. And he did great <laughs> things. And also, you mentioned Ishmael Mahdi. Fun fact, he had 99 yards in that game off of 20 rushing attempts. And now he has 953 rushing yards on the season. That's second place in Texas State all-time FBS history for a running back in a season. And right now, um, he is 10th most in Texas State history with um, my apologies on that fact. It's the second most in a game. Oh, wait. It says Ishmael Mahdi finished with 99 yards, 20 yeah. rushing attempts. Mahdi's 90, 953 rushing yards this season is the second most in Texas FBS history. So, I mean, yeah, he's done great things. And, uh, you know, I just I think there's this team is so well-rounded. You mentioned that Baylor game. I think TJ Finley was acting like how he did in that Baylor game. He had so much more control. You talk mm -hmm. about that Troy game last week we saw he was throwing the ball in the dirt it didn't seem like he had any idea on where to go um, but this game they completely turned it around and I love the minds that they have now it's not trying to be a complete undefeated season you don't have to go for all the the pizzazz and the records just be better than last year and they are already way better than last year in almost every category so I think this Texas State football team it, their, their expectations are high and it's going to be even a bigger game next week when they play uh, this week when they play against Coastal Carolina. You know, you mentioned the Troy game the week before, and I think a lot of Texas State was wanting to see how the Bobcats would react after taking that tough loss. It was kind of a rough game for them. And so seeing how they were able to bounce back and get the win over Georgia Southern, get the bowl eligibility really gives you like more hope mm -hmm. the rest of the season. Just they've been in situations where they're at their lowest of lows, but I mean, they're at the highest of highs right now. Yep. They're, bowl, they're bowl eligible and they have that momentum going into the next rest of the season.
You mentioned Coastal Carolina too this week. They're six and three in conference as well. So I feel like this game is going to be obviously very intense as we get closer and closer to that. But I feel like obviously like we've been talking about defense. I feel like just defense is going to have to step up like they did this past weekend for this game versus Coastal Carolina. Yeah, and the, you know the thing you know we talked about Coastal Carolina about the six and three season that they're having. Also, just think you know. You know, a couple months ago, we were in, you know, Louisiana covering media days and we got in our last team that we interviewed was the Coastal Carolina uh, Chanticleers. And honestly, I was and keep in mind, they're going against the defending Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year and Grayson McCall, the guy with the, the, the I like to call him the mullet man sometimes because he has that he has a very, very laid back mullet. But. I mean, he's doing a, he's also having a phenomenal season. But I know Presley, me and you were kind of talking about this before the show. They've been battling injuries also. So obviously that's gonna take in a big factor for this weekend. But just think football has just a couple games left. If they win honestly, if they win a couple more games, then they are gonna be for sure bowl eligible. But even though they are bowl eligible, now I'm pretty sure this team, this football team right now, wants to think, hey. We already clinched. Now let's try to get even more wins so that way it can be for sure let's that we can bid. Yeah, yeah, let's get the for sure bid into into the uh to the bowl game scenario. But I mean, yeah, I mean football, absolutely phenomenal. Their next game will be against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. That game is gonna be at two thirty at two thirty central time. We will have a pregame show at one forty five central time for you guys here on KTSW with our with Clint Shields and Jeff Gandy on the call. But we're gonna take a quick break. But on the other side of it, we'll be digging into some Texas State volleyball as they have recorded another sweep in the Sunbelt Conference. Do not go anywhere, folks. You are listening to Bobcat Radio here on KTSW 89.9. And we welcome you back to Bobcat Radio. Once again, I'm joined by my producer, Justin Brown, my two lovely co-hosts, Kalani DeLuna and Presley Davis. This is your host, Kobe Jackson. So now let's go ahead and switch over to volleyball side of things as they got another big win in the Sunbelt Conference against the Troy Trojans this past weekend. They played on Friday with the final score of 3-1 to one and played Saturday with the final score of 3-1. to one. I mean, where do I even begin with this? This is the the Bobcats fifth conference sweep this season against it was first against ULM and then now Southern Miss, South Alabama, Arkansas State, and now the Troy Trojans. I mean, you want to talk about having a real hot streak. This team is absolutely soaring and flying to the volleyball here for this for this team. I mean, Justin, I know you've been talking about Samantha once really all season. So I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and just just throw it to you real quick. I mean, this block that team is red hot right now. And they got one more. They got two more games left on the season uh, season this week before they head off into this SBC tournament. So. I'm going to let you have it, man. Yeah, you know, this volleyball team, we know success is literally their middle name. I don't know how many times we've seen this before. Now with this seventh straight win, they have clinched the top seed in the West Division. This is the fifth straight year the Bobcats have done this. And uh, it's not surprising, especially when you have personnel like Samantha Wunsch. 20 kills, four blocks in this game against the Troy, Troy Trojans. And then you got to also mention some great players as well as Jade DeFree. She is third place in 
the entire Sun Belt for blocks. She had five blocks that night. So this team, I mean, look at the resiliency of this program. You know, I'll press the, I'll talk to you about this. You remember how this team last year had huge components like Emily DeWalt, Janelle Fitzgerald. A lot of us didn't know how Sean Hewitt was going to keep it up. But, mm-hmm. you know, KJ Johnson, Samantha Wunsch, all these personnel, Maggie Walsh even too, yep. has really kept this team in the competition seat. And it's going to be a really fun weekend as well this weekend against Coastal Carolina because they are the top of the East Division. So going to be a big matchup. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned how this team was going to look at the start of the season. And I remember earlier this semester we were talking, you know, we're missing some key girls. How is Coach Hewitt going to really work with what he has now Mm -hmm. and who's going to be the ones to step up and who's going to be the leaders on the team? And, I mean, getting the West again and being where you're at for this playoff run is just – Phenomenal for what they had lost. And so, you know, like you mentioned, Ryan Torres, Alyssa Ortega, Samantha Wunsch, like Maggie Walsh. And the win against the Troy Trojans was also the set the record. The Bobcats are now 19-0 and all time against the Trojans. And so wow. it's just, I mean, like you said earlier, where do we even start? <laughs> like, you know, there's just so many great things about this team that one, they deserve that West division title and they deserve everything they've done this season, but it's just a phenomenal season for, I feel like the odds were kind of stacked against them and people weren't really sure how it was going to work out for them, but they proved everybody wrong and they really just stepped up when they needed to. And Mm -hmm. I mean, just a great season and you know, you have the last two games and I'm sure they're all ready to get started in that playoff. Yeah. As Justin mentioned before, the Bobcats are um, the top of the West division and Coastal Carolina is top of the East division with the Bobcats coming in eight and s- 18 and seven overall and mm-hmm. then 18 and eight for the Coastal Carolina. So definitely this is going to be a good game mentality. I feel like we always talk about this game because it was a big game that the Bobcats had this season. Mm-hmm. I feel like they need to go back to the mentality they had versus Houston because just the energy and that game was just unmatched and just congrats on the sweep. Yeah, this Texas State team is going to have to focus up against Coastal Carolina. Don't know if you know, but Jasmine Rivest, she's on that team. Yep. She's a junior. She's first in Sunbelt Conference for kills and points. She's currently having a campaign of her own to be one of the best Sunbelt Conference players of the year in volleyball. So definitely a big player in that game but if you look at the all-time history between these two texas state leads the all-time series against the coastal carolina chanticleers nine to three and the bobcats have yet to lose a game against them since november 19th 2017 so they're currently on an eight game win streak since their loss they took in 2017 so there is so much riding on this game big personnel big teams and now it's like a beautiful matchup but you can't get any better than this east versus west this might be a playoff picture before it ever happens or maybe the sunbelt conference championship before it ever happens so these two teams are definitely going to take a good look at each other and prepare for this postseason i they're both clinching their top of their best the top of their divisions and for good reasons but the bobcats as i mentioned earlier you know on a huge win streak you know they're definitely going to be you know riding this momentum for a while but right now they're the ones with something to lose coastal carolina they don't have anything to lose they're on a they took a loss recently and so against south alabama a team that texas state did beat so texas state 
they have to protect their win streak if they want to keep it up. But, I mean, Sean Hewitt, great things. 93 wins in his career so far. So he's done great things. And he's led this team to the playoffs NCAA tournament before. So that's his expectation. If you're not at the tournament, everything else, nah. <laughs> uh, that's, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, and, you know, one, one other stats I want to point out for, you know, the Sunbelt Conference in volleyball is that Coastal Carolina leads in hitting percentage, assists, kills, and service aces. So, I mean, if that doesn't tell you that, you know, this team needs to really step up and possibly even split, I'll even say split. I mean, sweep is probably going to be impossible, but, you know, anything can happen. But, you know, if they can somehow split with Coastal, I honestly think that they will give them a real run for the money, even if they even get to the Sunball Conference title game, which I honestly... I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm I'm actually really excited for it. I know it's a little further down the road, but, I mean, it's going to be good regardless. <laughs> I mean, isn't it wild? I'm looking at this number here. Sean Hewitt in all Sunbelt Conference games is 54-8. and eight. Wow. Oh, wow. That's like... That's like a SEC or big team, big twelve team <laughs> record for like a football team. I'm like this guy. Probably when Saban when Saban was at Alabama. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> this guy he knows volleyball. I hope yes. that Texas State can hold on to him as long as possible because you know we thought it's the personnel. It's Emily DeWalt and Janelle Fitzgerald that made this team a competitor. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's not just the, it's the not players. Just these mm-hmm. coach, this coach. coach is turning these players into all stars. So a big shout out to Sean Hewitt in this program, and they got a big matchup against the. Coastal Carolina's this week. Uh, Coastal Carolina this weekend. I will be on one of those calls. Uh, November, I think it's November tenth, Friday. It's at uh, seven, no, five p.m. I believe, or seven p.m. Not sure. Let me check that real quick. Uh, but, I want to say. I want to say. Oh, it's, it's at, at six p.m. Yeah. At six p.m. <laughs> I will be on the call. So if you want to hear my ears talk about this matchup, I'd say tune in at around five forty-five for pregame show. Yeah, absolutely. You just made a you know great point. Obviously, Coastal Carolina playing. Texas State starting game is this Thursday. That will be the first game at 6 p.m. We will have Joy Gonzalez in, excuse me, Karis Lay on the call. And then Friday's game, it is also senior day. So it is going to be the last time that these seniors will walk the floor and will play their last game in straight hand. That game will also be at six with our no other than Justin Brown and Joey Gonzalez. But real quick, before we extend into national sports, we're going to go and dig into some Texas State men's basketball as they have their season opener tonight against the Little Rock Trojans, a former Sunbelt Conference team and a former Sunbelt Conference rival to the Texas State Bobcats. Let's go ahead and just dig right into it. Obviously, we all know the story of what happened last season. Bobcats finished 16 and 19 last year, finished 6 and 12 in the Sunbelt Conference. They took it all the way to an unbelievable run in the Sunbelt Conference tournament. Unfortunately, came up just short. I mean, you know, you want to talk about the talent that they have on this team. We talk about, you know, the new recruit, Caden Gums, who is from the same, who is from San Marcos, San Marcos High School. But you also have a, a good amount of returners coming back from this from this Bobcat team. So, I mean, you know, I, I'm just kind of curious how this season's going to work with all the talent that they have now on this team. And obviously, Coach TJ really want to get wants to really start off this season on a good note, uh, you know. Justin, I know you're big on basketball, specifically college basketball. So from a basketball standpoint, where do you see this Bobcat team opening up for against Little Rock? Well, the good thing about this team is that they had that postseason run. A lot of them, you know, if they did not even make the postseason, that's a way to deflate yourself for the next year. But if you're in the postseason and you actually made a splash, that momentum is going to carry on. We talk about new pickups like Caden Gums, and we also know that players like Nate Martin are out the door. He Mm -hmm. transferred to Marshall. So there are 
are some changes here in this lineup, but a lot of good returners and a lot of good pieces. Uh, we know, um, you know, Davion Sykes. We got, um, I think, Drew Drennan as well. Drew Drennan, yep. I think Mason. I think, oh, what was this? Uh, Jordan, Tyra- Jordan, Jordan Mason. Mason. He's yeah. back as well. D- Tyrell Morgan as well. Tyrell Morgan. Brandon Love. Brandon yep. Love. I love Brandon Love. That's yeah. a great name. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and look at their last year's matchup. I mean, between these two teams, the Bobcats beat them 68 to 50, and they lead that series all time, 12 to 8. And I mean, it was a close game last time. It really was. It was only a five-point lead for the Bobcats in the first half and only a 13-point lead in the second half. Um, this t- this game is just going to come down to discipline and to playing well in an away crowd. It's going to be loud over there in Little Rock, yeah. and you're going to have to be able to hold your composure, and I can't wait to see Caden Gums appearance yeah. on, on a college team. If you don't know anything about Caden Gums, a guy that led the Rattlers all the way in the playoffs, I believe like four or five rounds last year. They won like a 17-game win streak for a while that's still so unbelievable. yeah it's very unbelievable one of the best records for rattler basketball history and one of the best pieces from that team is now on the texas state bobcats so the ceiling is through the roof i'm excited to see it and i don't know about y'all it's super exciting and you know going back to that postseason run last year i feel like nobody really expected the bobcats mm-hmm. to go as far as they did and so to kind of come off of that season and get ready for this next season you know i'm sure coach tj has been waiting for this moment probably since that last game last year, just Mm -hmm. getting back and, you know, you have some new faces and you also have those familiar faces. And so it's just all about bringing in that momentum and really going into Little Rock. You know, you're not in your own, you're not on your own court Mm -hmm. and everything and just going to the Little Rock and really showing what you're made of. Uh, I do have to say I'm excited. I'm excited for basketball season. Honestly, probably me and Justin are the ones who like it better than football. No, but I'm excited for these pieces like we do have to say that are added. Um, Caden Gums is going to make a big impact. Someone else who is a transfer this year from Army West Point is Colton Benson. Colton Benson. Yep. He's just a great athlete overall. Seeing him play AAU too, just he's just. Mm-hmm. Just going to add a lot to this season, and I'm very excited. You know, y'all talk about the the postseason run that they made. Let's kind of just get right into that for just a second. So Texas State last season played Georgia State, Old Dominion, Marshall, and Louisiana. So, I mean, the game that really shocked the most of us was the Marshall game because Marshall was one of the best teams in the Sunball Conference last season. They made it all the way to their tournament, but unfortunately they got beat by none other than Texas State. So, I mean, that was that, uh, we uh, we all watched it. It was a phenomenal game. But keep in mind, you know, Caleb, uh, not Caleb, uh, who uh, who was that that one point guard last season for them that was that was a step up. I, I, Mason I, Harrell. Mason Harrell. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I couldn't think of the name for a second, but I mean, he did a phenomenal job for them, you know, last season. But it's a new team. It's a new year. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of lot of difficulties for plays and stuff because obviously it's the opening game you're not you know you're not going to be expected to play your absolute best but i mean it is going to be it is going to be tough so Texas State men's basketball begins their season opener tonight in Little Rock in Little Rock Arkansas they'll be taking on the Little Rock Jones we will have that game for you on KTSW 899 here this evening tune in around 6 30 for a pregame show but now that is it for local and Texas State news. Now let's go ahead and dig into the national side of things. And Justin, we're going to start off with the rookie record-breaking performance by Mr. C.J. Stroud himself, beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, outdueling Baker Mayfield in a classic football game <laughs> yesterday. I mean, I'm already I already put my vote in for rookie of the year for him already. 
I'm going to ask you, because I know you're a Texans fan, you're a Houston boy. I'm going to go ahead and just let you have the floor, <laughs> my man. Thank you. It's about time people give respect to the Texans and C.J. Stroud. He's done great things. You want to watch what it looks like to say see someone play mad in my career? You go on the highlights oh of C.J. Stroud last night. 478 passing yards, five touchdowns. That's a rookie record. No one's ever done that. Not even Tom Brady. So look at that. <laughs> in 37 seconds left, what does he do? He gets it up the field, gets a beautiful pass to Tank Dell in the end zone. I mean, Oh, my gosh. It was a great game. A great game Phenomenal for the Texans game. nation at home. You never get to see that. Um, but C.J. Stroud, people are going to be picking him up in fantasy next year. That's a for sure pick. The I guy, I, I, if I would have had him in my fantasy, wow. You, know yeah. you want to know how many points he scored? How many? <laughs> oh, no. He scored like 45, like 45 points in fantasy wow. yesterday. Jeez. Yeah. And, and, you know, truthfully, this game was even. Both teams came into this game three and four on the season. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the. The, the Texans took a tough loss against the 0-6 <laughs> North Carolina Panthers. Oh, man. that, that oh. But I believe if we think back a few weeks ago that the Texans got a win over the, uh, the, the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, maybe? Well, why are y'all going to bring the Steelers? Oh, man, so Texans really destroyed the Steelers. But, you know, I can't say anything because we lost to the uh, the Panthers. And they were 0-6 with Bryce Young, who's looking Bryce old. Um, he can't even play. Oh. Yeah, I just said it. Uh, man. And went from going great in the college ball to getting into the league, and now he's he's really not doing hot at all. So um, just got to say wow. something bad about the Panthers there. But, yeah, Texans, Sorry, man. Tyson. We're or taking the division. Oh. We're going to take the division eventually. It's just going to have to be beating the Jaguars. Um, they're, they're really good this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have to be excited to be a Texans fan. I'm so excited for next game. See if C.J. Stroud can hold it up. That's a lot of expectation on a rookie. You know, you just have a great game like that, and you're expected to produce again. And that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, I hate the fact y'all brought up Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, that, that it was, was a classic. Weeks, oh, that was weeks old. It's okay. still just like no, it boggles <laughs> my mind sometimes. Sometimes I just sit there and I'm like, wow, they actually Listen, did that. If I go on the Steelers ring, we'll be here for another 20 minutes. But, you know, like, you know, it is, it happened. You yeah. know, we're not expected to win every game. You know what I mean? So it was just one of those things. But I mean, yeah, CJ Stroud, I mean, you want, you want to talk about just the dude in composure. I mean, that man so far, he has exceeded all of my expectations because, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, I honestly thought maybe in the first two games that Bryce Young was going to be, you know, the main dude the main dude that would, you know, bring Carolina up. But, I mean, they're struggling. And C.J. Stroud, I hate to admit, they got the better, they got the better deal because Bryce Young was supposedly going to be the first-round draft. I mean, for, supposedly going to be with the Texans in the draft, but – I, I think D'Amico Ryan knows what he's doing. And honestly, this Texas, te Texas team, if they can keep winning like they are and can give Jacksonville some problems or if Jacksonville keeps losing, then, yeah, Texans are going to be a real sleeper in the AFC yeah. South. Also, possibly even a wild card spot. I know that's kind of it's out there, hey. but we're almost we're almost excited. Never know. We're almost halfway through. I mean, we're over halfway through the season already. You know, this is where playoff indications really start coming in now. So, I mean, it's it's honestly, it's going to be tough sledding. But now, before we'll go and do the other yes. Texas NFL team in the Dallas Cowboys as they suffered a tough loss against the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles yesterday. But the one little thing I will say is this, is that Dak Prescott ran the ball a lot yesterday. Yes, he did. Which I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually <laughs> pretty proud of. Looking, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm because... Not gonna lie. 
he, you know, before that injury, he never, or after the injury, he would not run whatsoever. And exactly. so you see him starting to run again and it's kind of nice, but also, you know, the rivalry between the Cowboys and the Eagles. I mean, it's almost like it's antiquated. It's so <laughs> old and just like, you know, and so it's always fun to be able to watch a game with such history and such, I mean, the week. Leading up, there's so much trash talking between the fans, the players. Micah Parsons has that new Bleacher Report show, and so yeah. he's always on there. And But I know me, like, I was like, if the Cowboys could pull off this one, they were within five yards of a touchdown. You, I was like, that would have been insane. But it also is hard fought at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, it was. Also, I don't really think there's any Cowboy fans out there who were that distraught about it because... <laughs> Super Bowl you know, we've had the Rangers go and win it all for us. So right now, we can't get our feelings hurt oh, by the Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys Lord. can't do anything to us. So I mean, these Rangers fans just find a way to bring it up every day. Right? <laughs> Man. See, right. Hey, I'm sorry, but like, it's the first time. I could be at a coffee shop and a, and a Rangers fan could be like, oh, you want to give me a tip? Because the Rangers won. Like, okay, <laughs> and you better uh, have tips. That's, that's crazy. I, I don't yeah. care. I'm that's an Astros okay. fan. Yeah. Give him a negative tip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick, you Nick, got your drink for free. <laughs> like and you got nickel. spit it too. I stole it. Yep. Oh my god. I'm kidding. Yeah. We do not promote that here. <laughs> but it's about time to talk about the weather, ain't it? Yeah. But uh before we do, I I wanna say real I wanna say real quick that, you know, obviously Cowboys really need to step up still, obviously. You know, Phillies or Phillies, Eagles have been scary good this season I'm not gonna lie to you, with AJ yeah. Brown DeAndre uh Deontay uh dang, DeAndre Swift uh Devontae Smith I mean this is a well-rounded team and honestly they have so this is going to be the battle of the NFC East probably I would say probably maybe for the next five years or so depending on the talent this goes but yes Mr. Justin Brown it is time for our wet special weather report Yes, your special weather report. You notice today is a little warmer than the past few days, oh, and beautiful. that is going to be the trend for the next few days. A high of 81 today. It's going to come later this afternoon, a low of 64. Tomorrow, high of 86, low of 66. And hmm. Wednesday, high of 84, low of 67. But just a little future forecast for you, something to look out for. Next Friday through Tuesday, expect highs in the 60s, lows in the upper 40s. So it's going to get chilly again, so pack that jacket and uh, don't make too much of a racket. I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just loving it. But uh, Brown, everyone. Yeah, but uh, no, it's it's not that cloudy outside. It's gonna be a little sunny today. It's gonna get up to eighty. I like that. That's the hottest I want to get. I'm I'm a I like to sweat a lot, you know, from Houston. So, um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be a decent day, man. It's gonna be a good weather day. Go outside, play some football, go play some hoops, maybe. But yeah, good day. So, so okay. Um, <laughs> You know, it's kind of funny because honestly, I've 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 been thinking of a rap name for you because you can you can make different rhymes at different times, and I'm just like, I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a rapper, but anyway. But that is all the time we have for this Bobcat Radio episode today. If you liked this episode, please sure to follow us on KTSW Sports at all on all of our social media platforms and tune in to Tech State Men's Basketball Season Opener tonight at 7 p.m. For Kalani DeLuna, Presley Davis, and my producer, Justin Brown, I'm Kobe Jackson. Thank you for listening to this marvelous Monday edition of Barbcat Radio. Have a great day, everybody. Be safe out there. And now let's get you back to the other side of radio.